0: Welcome back to CBS Eye on Veterans. We're powered by connectingvets.com, your source for military veteran news and stories that affect the veteran lifestyle. I'm your host, Navy veteran Phil Briggs. Now, for the rest of the show, we're going to talk about Bigfoot and the Marine veteran we met who claims to have photographed it near his hunting stand deep in the mountains of West Virginia. Now, I first saw the story on social media, where Dave Sibray published the Bigfoot sighting story on West Virginia Explorer Magazine's
1: Facebook page. I was getting ready to lay down for a nap, and across my cell phone comes a, a, a message, and it says, I've taken a picture of a Bigfoot. Would you like to see it? And so I was like, well, I guess I won't be taking a nap. Dave didn't get a nap that day,
0: but he did manage to get the picture. So before I reached out to his Bigfoot sighting source, I asked if he thought it was even possible. Or was I just about to interview a lunatic?
1: If it's going to be seen anywhere, for my money, in the eastern U.S., it would be in an area like this. You're on the edge of the the Allegheny Range, which is a a mountain range that runs from right there uh, upward through western Maryland into Pennsylvania uh, and into New York. So they're on the edge of just hundreds of thousands of acres immediately of of woodland all around them. So if something like this is going to occur, if if Bigfoot is going to be able to survive, or a group of them anywhere, it it would be in some place like this.
0: So with that, I reached out to his source. A husband and wife living in a remote corner of Fayette County, southern West Virginia, claim that they've not only encountered a Bigfoot, but they've photographed one. But it was Billy Humphrey in the story that caught my eye. See, because Billy Humphrey is two things. He's a Marine Corps veteran, and he was also a former Bigfoot skeptic. So I knew I had to kind of reach out to him and get the whole story. So joining us now is Billy Humphrey from West Virginia. How are you, Billy?
2: Doing great. How are you doing?
0: I'm good, man. I'm good. And, uh, you know, as I said in the lead-in there, you gave me hope that this was not just one of those crazy National Enquirer stories, because you're kind right. of a skeptic. Uh, before we get into the Bigfoot sighting, real quick, tell me um, tell me about your time in the Marine Corps.
2: I was stationed in Kaneohe Bay, Hawaii. I was a 5811, 5812. I was a military police canine officer. I eventually took over as kennel master. I didn't have to do overseas or anything like that. And actually, the reason I got to stay in the States was because military police instructor told me that if I graduated with honors, he would give me duty station of choice and I could go canine, which was what I wanted.
0: I like to bring up the canine background because I think it lends a little credibility to the story that we're about to talk about. Share with me how it all began with this Bigfoot sighting. I understand it took place uh, last year, deer season.
2: That week, um, I used to take 50 pounds of um, apple corn off, throw it all over the ground, and um, just whatever apples and stuff I pick up when I go up the hill that falls out of our trees. And basically, I, I feed them to start fattening them up for the winter time. A couple days before the pitcher, probably about four days before the pitcher, I noticed that the food that was lasting you know, four or five days where we'd have to go up and throw more food was disappearing overnight.
0: Billy went on to talk about how unusual it was for that amount of feed to go missing. And he also shared that whatever was taking the feed was
2: not behaving like a regular animal. When I went back up there, my blind was crushed. Um, We had like four four bags, uh, 50-pound bags of apple corn. We had jars of peanut butter. That stuff is gone, not tore up, gone, and scattered everywhere. The packages, the bags, the peanut butter is gone something physically picked them up and carried them off and crushed my blind.
0: so unlike an animal that would just simply kick something around or wrestle with something or get with the
2: bags open or what no right. they are gone there is no bags no paper no peanut butter nothing up there now and a bear couldn't do it a bear couldn't if it even if it tried it with its teeth and tried to pull it it'd rip the bag apart whatever picked this whatever crushed my blind, and i ain't touched it yet i let the researchers go around i said if y'all want nothing's touched. you can look for hair um, whatever you want to do, nobody has been in that blind since the day that I seen Bigfoot.
0: Determined to get to the bottom of the mystery, the Marine veteran Billy Humphrey returned
2: to his deer blind. So I went up. I know I had raccoons that I caught on trail cam a couple times up there. So I thought I'd eliminate them. So went up on the hill, set set a mining light up as high as I can reach. I'm five ten, so say eight and a half off the ground. I put it on a post, stuck it in the ground, and um, that night first night I sat up there, um, I texted my wife, I said, it is really eerie up here. And uh, she was like, well, maybe a bear has moved here. I said, yeah, I said, maybe, but I said, I've never had a bear give, make me feel like this. I said, there's just something, something's not right. It wasn't, I would say within the hour, I heard something coming from around my neighbor's property on the back side of my blind. And as it approached my blind, it was heavy, you know, unlike a bear, deer, anything like that. It ended up standing behind my blind for a while. I'd say 15, 20 minutes, never moved. And as it walked toward my house from, cause it split my blind in the light. So as it walked through, I watched the silhouette of it block the food out. So this thing had to be at least eight, eight and a half. But at this point, I'm still thinking a bear will stand up. That's what I was thinking. You know, I had peanut butter out. Him, right? He might've got a whiff of it. He stood up in front of the light. So that's what I went with. Never in a million years dreamed what I was going to get two days later.
0: During that experience, you're sitting up in your deer blind in the tree, and, and no,
2: I'm I'm on the ground. I didn't even have my blind zipped up, so this it had to see me. When it's not zipped, it spreads a foot probably apart.
0: And you could feel like kind of its presence oh, it was, behind you. It was as the, as the, if, most
2: it, most eerie feeling. It was just you just knew something. It must have been our, our our instinct, our human instinct that there's something wasn't right. Wow. I felt uncomfortable, very uncomfortable.
0: And I mean, it'd be dangerous even if it was just a bear. Or oh I mean, yes, because yes. those things are deadly. I mean, you had your rifle with you, right?
2: I had no. Actually, I had a crossbow. It wasn't rifle season. Oh, I was. Yeah, that was that's what made it even worse.
0: I mean, even if it were a bear, right? At the same time, I mean,
2: right? Because I've had I've had numerous people call me, and they're like, "Why didn't you shoot it?" You know, when I got the picture of it. It's bad enough shooting a bear with a crossbow. You better hope you hit it right. I couldn't imagine shooting something like that, <laughs> what he's going to do. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, you'd have to be an idiot to do that. <laughs> this wasn't going to happen. No doubt.
0: That wasn't the last time you'd experienced that. You went back and you brought your wife this next time.
2: I told her, let's just sit in a blind. Let's just sit up here and see, maybe, you know, whatever come by, maybe it's a bear and we can catch it right before dark and see what's eating all this food. So we got inside the blind. I zipped it up and I had made this custom... Basically, like a stand to hold my crossbow, you know, to hold it steady, you know, and I just built it and I put screws in it and hung my calls and my black rack and all that stuff off of it. And um, I'm adjusting those. We've been in there 15 minutes, something like that. And uh, I'm adjusting them And She goes, Oh my God, there he is. And I said, I was like, Who? She said, Bigfoot. I still didn't turn around. I was still adjusting. I said, You're crazy. She said, No, I'm serious. Look. I, when I looked, he was looking right at me. And the thing that was so intriguing about this thing, not only was his size, but the fact that I've never seen a Bigfoot pitcher anywhere that had the blonde hair under his eyes. He had, like, blonde, real light around his nose and under his nose. Which was that's the thing that I... First thing that I've seen every time I talk about, the, the thing I bring up is... That was a unique trait on him, besides the size. The size was unbelievable, how big he was. And the fact, when, when I took the picture that I sent to you, he has already started turning. So he stood there long enough for me to grab. My cell phone was in between me and her. I set it down when I got in the blind. I picked it up. I swiped it. And i the original picture, I just kind of aimed it toward him as he's turning. And I snapped the picture. Thank God I got a picture of him before he turned completely around that tree. So if you look at the picture, you can see his forearm. He's already started swaying to turn to go back where he came from. We never heard him walk up. So that's the thing about this is how stealthy it would make sense now. How people don't hear him or see him for him to come all the way up on us like that within sixty yards, and us not even know he was there. He was there watching us
0: because you didn't hear him would indicate to you that it was some kind of creature other than a bear or oh yeah a it was loose. no it wasn't a
2: bear no this thing like I when I tell this story i would never open up with i seen bigfoot i tell them i'm gonna show you a picture i'm gonna tell you what i've seen you make up your own mind on what it is hmm. and what's funny is i would say probably 60 70 of the people i show that picture to the first thing comes out of their mind is ape they say it looks like a big gorilla
0: now coming up we'll examine that photo even further and hear more details about this Marine Veterans encounter with Bigfoot.
2: And the crazy thing about it, just while I'm thinking about it, is when it walked off, it let out a how hard to explain, like a like a whoo, almost like if you have a car goes by you blaring in the system and you feel the bass out of it, you could feel the power in that.
0: That's ahead on CBS ION Veterans. Welcome back to CBS Ion Veterans. I'm your host, Navy veteran Phil Briggs. Now in our last segment, we heard about a Bigfoot sighting from Billy Humphrey in West Virginia. In the fall of 2019, the former Marine who grew up hunting in the woods and has worked with military canines says he photographed a creature that he can't explain.
2: The thing that was so intriguing about this thing, not only was his size, but the fact that I've never seen a Bigfoot picture anywhere that had the blonde hair under his eyes.
0: But the experience
2: has changed his life. I went from not believing in some mythical creature like that to seeing one physically. It's completely flip-flopped beliefs in everything.
0: We'll return to the part of the conversation where we look to describe the grainy image, but peculiar subject that he captured on a cell phone. It's not the highest resolution photo, but you can sort of see if you look sort of to like the left third of the photograph, there's, there's, you know, the tree, there's like a tree trunk, several tree trunks right there. And to the right of it does appear to be something black, dark fur.
2: Yeah, there's different filters. That's one that I sent off to have the pixels fixed on it. I sent it off to a guy and paid him over the internet to fix the pixels. So it's a little bit better. You got to imagine I took this with an LG phone at 60 yards. So even with an iPhone, we even went up or had a researcher come up, and he took a picture from the same area. And even with his phone, a real nice phone, it was still the same situation.
0: Describe the body position of this creature. Again, I'm looking at it from about 60 yards away, trees everywhere. But next to this right. one tree trunk, how exactly is he positioned in that photo?
2: And you're only seeing from about the top of his thigh, waist area. He's actually standing kind of over a hill a little bit, like a berm. But if you look... You can see the big cone head, which was a big thing, and I, I tell people he had a huge head. But you can see the cone part of his head. You can see the light part under his eyes, which is blonde. If you do the regular filter or filter it more of a brown, you can see the really see the blonde hair on it. If you look down, you can see the barrel part of his chest. And if you go down a little bit more right at his waist, you'll see his forearm is out to the side. You can see he's already has his arm bent where he's turning hmm. to, to walk back. So if you look, you can see the forearm to the side, down around where the quad is. I didn't believe in it, and I sat on this picture for five months. And the only reason I come out with this picture, I would be, first of all, I know it's going to get ridiculed, which actually flipped. I figured out it was going to be bad, but it actually opened a lot of eyes. But I come out with the picture because I can't stand watching these videos of these people hoaxing, these people saying they're catching this stuff on trail cam. and You can obviously tell that it's not real. After seeing the real thing, the only video that I've seen yet on YouTube or anywhere that even matches what we've seen and she agrees with me on it, is the Gimlin-Patterson field. When that thing walked and turned, as, it, as it's walking and looked back, the arm swinging, that's exactly what this thing did when it walked off the hill. Now, the difference between that one and what we've seen, that one was kind of, if you look at that one, that one's short and kind of fat, I guess you would say. I don't know. But the one we've seen was just incredibly muscular, just massive. Mm. It gets chills every time I talk about it because <laughs> I didn't no way in this world. I've been through woods all my life. I've hunted all my life. I've never believed in it. I laughed. She said she's seen it before. I laughed at her. I mean, the same reaction that I'm receiving now. I mean, it's completely flipped my life. I mean, I went from not believing in some mythical creature like that to seeing one physically. And the crazy thing about it, just while I'm thinking about it, is when it walked off, it let out a howl, whoop, hard to explain, like a like a whoo. And it was so loud, and she could tell you, almost like if you have a car goes by, you blaring the system, and you feel the bass out of it, you could feel the power in that. Just wow. unbelievable. I mean, That's it's hard cool. to even put into words what we've seen.
0: That is awesome, Billy. That's I, I, I love the vivid description there. Um, you not only saw it, were able to snap a real quick photo with it with your phone, but uh, as you looked around the area, tell me what else you found
2: on the ground. Where the food plot is, we went back up. It took me a while to go back up there. It took me, I'd say, a month and a half, two months before I went back up there. And when I did, in the middle of the food plot where I put all the food and stuff, it's real soft. And it's where the deer are constantly digging it up and everything. But I got a footprint. It is 17 and a half inches long. And at the front, right where the toes, where the batter part of the foot is, is eight and a half inches wide. So we're casting. I got a researcher It's coming up, and we're going to cast it. I've got it covered up now. He went up there, and he found all kinds of positive sign of Bigfoot, how they bend trees in a certain line as markers. He found trees that were bent and broke, and they were in a straight line, which is crazy. I never noticed them before.
0: Did you notice, like, toes,
2: or did you notice? Yeah, every... it's got, just like ours. Just big. Wow. Just big. And that's why I see when I see a lot of the pictures of the flat ones with the big toes, that's not what mine, what mine looks just like ours. It's got five toes, and it's just a big foot, just a big version of ours.
0: Now, this also attracted the attention, as you just mentioned, of researchers. Uh, share with me who's been up to visit you and what they've seen.
2: Les O'Dell is a researcher. Um, um, he's been up here. Um, he brought a lady with him that's a researcher. They went all over the property, and they found all kinds of signs. actually showed me stuff. That now I go on videos on YouTube now, and I see them now that's on my property. I've got two guys, Spider, and I can't remember the other guy's name. They're coming down on the third. They have a big podcast, and they're coming down just by the story. They don't. They never believed in Bigfoot or not, but the story intrigued them enough to come down, scheduled to come down for a couple of days. So, I mean, it's it's opened a lot. of eyebrows. I've had people call. I, I know North Carolina, some news outlets down there did my story, and that's not what I wanted it for. Like I said, I I, I didn't do it for money. I didn't do it for fame. I could care less about any of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. The, just the fact that I want wanted it out there to what I seen. I, I know for a fact there is something on two legs that is massive that walks like we do. Um, and I think I think the government knows a little bit more. There's there's just no way they. And like I told Dan, and people asked me, what would you do if you found him? What what would you do? Would you kill him? I said no. Actually, to be honest with you, I wouldn't tell you where he was. You couldn't shoot him. He looks just like me and you. It's, it's like a man. I mean, it'd be like going up and killing. man for no reason
0: what have you heard from your local neighbors and stuff obviously you can't be the first generation of people that have experienced this phenomenon um what do the other folks in town say or have you heard other legendary stories
2: not so much here nothing around this area my wife seen one at babcock on a power line um going through the mountain she seen one in the middle of a power line you know i didn't believe that too i laughed at her that but it makes sense (laughs) now because they say they use power lines as guide like markers trails so it makes sense that she said she's seen it on a power line. Wow. But since I've come out, I've had people everywhere hitting me up on Instagram with their stories, sending me pictures of their trail cam pictures, just afraid to come out because they're afraid to get made fun of and because I stepped up. Now, everybody's starting to come out with their pictures. Wow. And some of them are pretty legit. Some of them are really make you think of the pictures that I've got. And actually, I've got one that I'll send you when we get off here. I want you to look at.
0: I'd be honored to take a look at it, and uh, I think it's amazing. I love the fact you're sharing your story so sincerely. I can't wait to follow updates on
2: this, and I look forward to hearing from
0: you again this deer
2: season. Absolutely. Anything new out here, I'll let you know.
0: Now to see the photographs that we discussed, you can find them at ConnectingVets.com. Just search in the menu for the audio section, and at the drop-down, look for CBS Eye on Veterans. Now, I'm not sure of a lot of things, but I am certain that Billy Humphrey is a good Marine veteran who is not trying to get one over on me. And I'm also sure that I'll be looking for great American military veterans with great stories to tell. And I'll share them with you next week on CBS Eye on Veterans.
2: Eye on Veterans Weekend has been presented by University of Maryland Global Campus. Choose from 90-plus programs and specializations to accelerate your military or civilian career and find out how
1: our dedicated military and veteran advisors can help you navigate your benefits to save you time and money. University of Maryland Global Campus. Find out how we're made for you. Visit umgc.edu.